0: Dave Filoni, the man, the myth, the cowboy hat, officially named chief creative officer of Lucasfilm. We have some winners and we have some losers to discuss about this. And surprisingly, Filoni might be the biggest loser of all in this one. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right, guys. Back here, back with Ge- Geek Variants. So we we'll cover all things Marvel, DC, Lord of the Rings, anime, Star Wars, and this time, Dave Filoni, Chief Creative Officer. Big enough decision to warrant having its own video. Because look, Dave Filoni has been a creative genius. He has covered so many great things involving Star Wars that have had impeccable ratings over each and every time and iteration that he's come in. Because he came in and made the prequels even better than what they already were. He made the Clone Wars great. He made Rebels, which was supposed to be a kid's show. Actually really entertaining. The first season was kind of droll, but everything else afterwards, impeccably done. And then we had the Ahsoka show. He had his hands on throughout. Is anyone going to go out there saying, yeah, this show was terrible. This was bad. It set nothing up. No, it set up more stories than you could ever possibly imagine. And it was beautifully done. The acting was fantastic. And now we have this whole Star Wars universe where we need to really just take a look from an outside perspective, take me outside my Star Wars fanboy perspective, and have an introspective thought here. Who wins and who loses with Dave Filoni ultimately being the chief creative officer for Star Wars moving forward. We're going to start off our winners because we want to start off with good news here. Star Wars fans have been needing some good news. It's been a while since we've seen anything super great come out of Disney, Other side from like Ahsoka and maybe Andor, It's been kind of hit and miss. Like even Mandalorian had a misstep on its last season. But the biggest winner on this, and I'm going to start off with the biggest shocker of them all, just to get it out of the way, Kathleen Kennedy. She is the biggest winner with this decision. She can no longer take the full brunt of every decision that is made by the fanboys who either love or hate Star Wars. She said, I have your guy. I handpicked him. I put him in the position. I gave him full creative control. Go ahead. Make them happy. That is literally the position that she's in at this moment in time. And she's able to finally pass the buck off to somebody else and be like, hey. It's out of my hands. You asked for the guy, I gave you the guy. Whether you like what happens moving forward, not on me. I'm going to try and make it look like I'm completely hands off and let Dave either fumble the bag or run this thing in for a score. We got to figure out where we're at here. Kathleen Kennedy, the biggest shocking winner of what's going on here? The second big winner obviously disney you just say dave filoni and star wars and things have been a beautiful marriage thus far we've had so little go wrong that it's hard to imagine that this is going to go terribly sure the state of the universe is exactly where it is where everything whether you want to say it out loud or not is so completely tied into the star skywalker saga we're still right there Everyone wants to say Star Wars. No, it's just been the Skywalker saga for the last 30 or 40 years. And sure, we've had great characters pop up in the side. That being said, it's still so tightly woven into this one timeline that we're kind of trying to milk out stories where they don't really need to necessarily be. There's a thing called the Old Republic. Dave's kind of familiar with it, and some of the diehard fans are as well. Uh, Let's start milking them apples and kind of go take a look and see what we got there. And then obviously the other big winner here, the fans. The content quality will continue to go up. Clone Wars, Rebels, and Ahsoka. What are the three things that those have in common other than Dave Filoni? They were great. Unbiased, unwarranted, they were great. If you love Star Wars, these shows appeal to you. That is what it is. The review score, the audience score, and then the overall amount of viewership for those shows, all up. You want to know why? Dave Filoni was basically the apprentice for George Lucas. If we're ever going to have one A and one B, this is the closest we're going to get to having Lucas back in the driver's seat without him being as panicky and as as he was where he wanted to sell the company every five minutes to anyone who had money. And now we have Filoni, who's going to be the chief creative officer there who loves this stuff and sure we'll get tons more wolf references because the guy is in love with wolves cowboy hats and westerns but that's kind of what this was in the first place when it came out in season one and season two was great they kind of lost their way because once again they wrapped themselves up in star wars content that it didn't necessarily need to be involved in and i felt dragged it down a little bit those are our three big winners kathleen kennedy the fans and content quality which I'm shocked Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy is even mentioned with content quality. So forgive me for that. And then here are two big losers in this one. I'm going to start off with the biggest shocker of them all. Dave Filoni. If Kathleen Kennedy is the winner, Dave Filoni has to be the loser. As chief creative officer, you're going to bear the brunt of everything that is good and everything that is bad. We're we've seen the same look with Disney, Kevin Feige. When they had the Marvel Cinematic Universe ripping and roaring and it was just hand over fist with money, Kevin Feige was a genius. He could do no wrong. He was the best thing that's ever happened to any cinematic universe ever. And he was God's gift to mankind and so on and so forth. And now, with the state the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in, he's catching strays left and right. He's no longer a genius. It looks like he didn't have anything planned out for after this. The story just kind of fell apart. He made a great cohesive story to culminating in endgame and didn't really plan on anything happening afterwards and now he has to unravel everything he's got ongoing to make a cohesive story kind of a tough position to be in and dave filoni with the state of the universe which is the second loss here with the state of this mixed bag that he's already got he's gonna have a lot of work cut out for him whether he likes it or not he inherited the sequel trilogy What are you going to do with that? Are we going to fix it? Are we going to ignore it? Are we going to retcon it? What are we doing? I hate them. But that being said, part of me didn't like a lot of the early prequel stuff until we got a lot of the Clone Wars. I'm like, wow, this is great information I wish I had when these movies came out so I know what is going on. And now the prequels are amazing. Can Filoni pull off a miracle and make me like the sequels? you never say never anymore and now with the mandoverse and the current state that it's in because literally season three in a nutshell is we literally got back to where season two ended and the only thing that's changed is grogu is once more back with mando none of it was consequential nothing really mattered because we know at the end of the day everything happened with the mandalorians Really amounts to a whole lot of diddly squat in the grand scheme of things because the sequels are what they are. And even if Grogu is amazing and powerful and great, he's still gonna go down with the sequels at the Jedi Temple and have everything just obliterated that Luke built. We already know where it's going. Is just how are we getting there? How are we gonna fix things? What is going on? It's a very very mixed bag, and for better or worse. Feloney's gonna have to bear it. And well, as a Star Wars fan, I know I'm particular about what I want, when I want, and how I want it. And now it's up to us, the fans, to see how we feel about this. I for one am thrilled about what's going on, but from an outward perspective, some level of skepticism is good for the soul. That being said, be sure to hit the lovely red subscribe button. You listen to me ramble about Star Wars for eight and a half minutes. Clearly there's something in here that you, the viewer, liked. If not, I'll see you in the next one.